So I was almost on perfect timing despite attending, you know, portion of a trophy club city council meeting and, and all that stuff, which was also attended by Dallas morning news reporter, Dave Lieber. But I'm, that's all I'm going to say about that. Did you and your buddy blaze up? No, 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 no. What, uh, what sort of fascism did y'all pass out there tonight? Did you? None yet. I didn't, I, I didn't stay for any passages of anything, um, per se. Did y'all decide um, I, I don't to tell recall the trans a, people they can't do what they want to do as adults, or did you decide that they actually read their because their timing is off and they're not going to have a meeting in June for a while? They actually read their Pride Month proclamation tonight. So, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, they are probably all pretty like not into that. I mean, maybe, but they also did let me sit up there for 129 meetings. So, I mean, you know, what are you gonna do? So on a scale of one to Florida, we'd just say somewhere in the middle. George W. Bush. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah. 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 And I should say on a scale of one to 2023 Florida, George W. Bush, because his brother used to be considered what would be like a quote unquote reasonable conservative uh, All the old right. people in Florida are 10 years older, which means they've had 10 more years of ingesting the news cycle, and now they're all radicalized. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Brad, you have a, a doodle, as do I. I have a mini golden doodle. She's like 25 pounds. So does Jace. Jace doodle gang. Yeah. Doodle, oh, that's doodle. right. Yeah. You, you. Okay, so we're all doodle. This is doodle gang. Yeah. Hashtag doodle gang. So on average, healthy doodle... How long are they living? Like five BMs. What? 12, 13 years? How long is a yeah? I think a dog that size. You're gonna, you're gonna get somewhere, somewhere between ten and, and fifteen years on the high end. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm gonna right. hold on. Can I do you one better? Because yours is uh, probably like what the the standard poodle size or the the Moyen poodle size. Your dog's like thirty pounds, right? Yeah, she's a mini. She's a regular golden with a mini poodle. Okay, I those think. poodles. Yeah, those those live, 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 bro. They, yeah, they live like smaller 16, dogs. 17 years, dude. Yeah, yeah, they can, they can go. All right, well, okay, so let's just say 15 years. Okay, so 15 years. That's 5,500 days. Okay. So I did the math last night. That means my dog Ginger, because. I was home by myself last night. Girls were doing stuff. Well, I was didn't have Courtney here for most of the night. The kids were here. So I was just hanging out on the patio enjoying one of our last nights of nice weather with the dogs, right? I think based on the math, Ginger, my dog, she will go into and back out and back into the house and back out of the house approximately 6 billion times. Based mm-hmm. on the based on the um, based on the calculation of living five thousand to six thousand days in her little short life, so I just wanted to throw that throw that out there. Is that's my forecast somewhere around six billion. The the uh, the doodle is known for being nervous and clingy, which I think they get from the poodle. But I, man, mine is not like that at all. You got a lab. I think you got a really labby poodle dog, though. Yeah, he is very. He is he's, hardcore he's, prey drive. 
eaten Lab-y. every damn thing. Yeah. That's yeah, he, labs will try to eat lampshades and yeah, computer monitors, podcast microphones, yep, cod pieces, sex swings. <laughs> I love a good cod piece joke. I, I whips chains. There is no end to what here labs comes, will eat. Here comes weird coitus guy. Uh, I, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter. She either wants in or out. It doesn't matter who's in or who's out. If one, if the family is split in any way, if everybody's not all in one place, she wants in the other place. And if you get up to go in or out, she's going to follow you in or out, no matter how short your time there is, but she's not going to follow you back. So you're going to get settled with wherever you were going in or out. And then in 30 seconds, you're going to look up and she's going to be pawing at a door or a window. Every, I mean, this is literal. I'm not kidding y'all when I say 20 times a day of, of my life and I'm no one else in my family, even the other adult have quite keyed in on. I need to make sure she made it in or out with me and she's settled. And I even really have it because she's sneaky. So basically, all I'm saying is for the next 15 years, I'm just letting a dog in and out my whole life. That's what I'm doing. I'm retiring from work. I'm not going to be really like much of a dad. Weeds we, are going to grow in the back. I'm just standing by the door letting the fucking dog in and out all the time. We got a doodle who will do that. It's typically the end of the day when Molly and I are just chilling on the couch. We had a pit bull previous to this. And I don't know if I've talked about this before. But Buddy could not handle, Titan was his name, my buddy could not handle, like, the the elevation to, like, the finish of a movie. The elevation to, like, hey, maybe uh, my human parents are about to start talking to each other on the couch in the dark here as this movie. And, like, no matter what was happening, as coitus. a... As a transition was happening, like the climax of the movie, every time, dude, every time, start looking at you, go over to the back door, start pacing, start looking at you, and you're like, dude, dude, it's the end of the movie. I want to be in this for a second. She's looking at me. I'd like to be in this for a second. No, he just couldn't. Could just, not handle it. Always just, had to get up and start whining. Just ruins every single climax you tried to have. That's what you're saying. That's human. That's human. That's human. That's human. That's human. That's human. Human. That's 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 human. Human. That's human. That's human. That's you guys wrong me way too often. Get up off your ass. Human for the Human Dads Podcast. You heard the man. Shouts out to Cortland. Shout the hell damn F out to Cortland. 
Get yes. up off your ass on 5-17-2023. It is episode, episode 141. 140. A hundred and Dirk Nowitzki. How about okay? it? How about it? How about, how about, you know what? Now's the time, guys. I'm going to go ahead and just veer off onto a tangent. Now's the time. This is the year. This is the year we get Dirk on the podcast. Oh, my he God. He is a dad. It, 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 you, you don't even understand what that would, what that would, don't even say that out loud. Like, don't, don't even put that into the ether. I just want to say, we've been doing this now. Do you guys realize this is our fourth summer doing this? Wow, yeah. I guess that, that's right, yeah. Y- yep. Wow, look at us. Look at look us Look at now. us. I think four summers in, you get to have Dirk Nowitzki on your podcast. I think that's the rule. And I think people would support that. I'd tell, you know what, tell him, we'll even keep it Disney. And we won't even talk about the Gator. We'll keep it all the way Disney. He's always got to mention the Gator. What? You're nothing if not consistent. You are, I will give you that. Hey, I'd like the record to show of the four summers. I don't think I've mentioned the Gator in years. Three of them. No, nah, yeah. the Gator the Gator comes up every time Disney comes up. Disney comes That's up at true. least every yes, time is. Jason goes to Disney. That's yep. not and he true. goes to Disney a lot. So annually. At least. Sometimes mm-hmm. you gotta have a makeup trip because the <laughs> first one was such a disaster. <laughs> Sorry, Gosh. man. We've had we've we've laughed way too much about your misery, but you gotta admit there was some funny shit in there. No doubt. Yeah. And I'm glad it's immortalized on this podcast, by the way. <laughs> You've gone twice in like six months and mixed in a cruise. Yeah, there's a cruise last year. Yeah. I'm never going to forget the 1 a.m. sprinklers, water that's, sprinklers. That, that's the part the that I... Irrigation at the hotel. That's like I'm never going to forget that either. I wish... Yeah, I'll never... I feel I'll like never... it's one of the best, funniest moments of my life, and it didn't even happen to me. That's how it, like into it I am. Well, it, what it is to me is the moment I will never be more beaten than I was in that moment. <laughs> never, never under no circumstances will I be that beaten. I wish you guys could see just, my face. I can just picture you and it's late and you're so tired and you've got so all the stress too. and the dog thing happened and all this stress. And then just the stress of being the dad on the family trip to begin with. And just right. your slump, just your slump shoulder with I, the broken I'm, sprinkler head. And I'm on the phone with the vet when this happens, when they tell me, hey, your dog's not doing well. And we could save him, but you better go get a new credit card. Because the one you have... <laughs> it's maxed out, buddy. It, do, it does not have a balance available for do what you we're about to Do you happen to have a second social security number that you can lean on right and now? And I just look over, and like you said, it had been... It was... I think we had a, like a six-hour delay... For the flight, we got in. It was like one a.m. or something, and I I look over the only entrance to the hotel, the only entrance, just a broken sprinkler, an absolute gusher of a sprinkler head, just in the smack dab in the middle of the only entrance to the hotel, just right there, falling right there on the on the the sidewalk. 
Just like a water feature. It's a, I mean, like you're in the land open. of enchantment or the magic kingdom or whatever. It's just so a feature. Bad. Hey, um, I want to give a, a Jace parenting injury management update. Oh, what? A long, a long time ago, like right after Christmas, I think, or okay. maybe even before Christmas, Maya sprained her ankle at a friend's house. Mm-hmm. playing around in the driveway i'm not sure like exactly what this microphone does not want to stay up i'm gonna have to invest in something different anyway um i mean it won't stay on the freaking you know what i'm just gonna do like dirk okay okay live oh, coverage Ryland is flipping off his microphone right now he's giving it a stroke He's up and down. He, he does have good technique right there. You have to that's, give him that. The twist is going to help. The twi- buddy. You're dude, the twist. There. Yeah, that twist. That the twist, twist will do it every time. Yeah. yeah. That's going to get you home quickly. Dude, you're holding Sorry, the. I, I thought it could unscrew, but it's not going to unscrew right away without me doing a bunch Unplugging. of stuff. So, so screw it. Um, anyway, uh, she sprained her ankle, you know, and I, it was like maybe a little bit swollen for maybe like a day. We didn't give it any thought. It's whatever. And she was in the middle of basketball season and didn't really say anything about her foot hurting. Every once in a blue moon, she might say her ankle kind of hurt, but I would look at it. No swelling, no bruising. Then we went straight from basketball into volleyball, which started right before spring break, maybe. Second grade, you know, we're not like big sports people here. Whatever. We're just playing little kid rec stuff. And uh, again, you know, every couple of three weeks, my ankle hurts. And then it started to get more frequently. But again, no bruising, no swelling. I'm looking at it. I'm like, I don't know. And, you know, on one hand, Maya is very mature. But on the other hand, sometimes the pain tolerance is suspect. So we're just like, eh, you know. Finally, it got frequent enough that Courtney said, you know what? I'm going to make an appointment at the pediatrician. Let him do a cursory x-ray. Our assumption was that this was going to be a placebo x-ray rather than, and this was about two weeks ago or so, maybe a little longer rather than it being a placebo x-ray. We found parents, dads, the presence of an actual bone chip. I knew it. No dude. I knew it. So we got referred to a, uh, sorry about my microphone. We got referred to uh, an orthopedist. Luckily, I know an orthopedist because I'm ankle tendonitis guy. All right. So we went to the orthopedist. And gout guy. And gout. As it turns out, not gout guy. Uh, so we went to the orthopedist and he does a better x-ray on it, gives us some thoughts and says, okay, um, yeah, it's a chip. I can't really tell for sure if it broke off. It looks like it did. When your ankle's growing, apparently there's thing, there's pieces of bone that can kind of float in there, but if they're rounded off, they just grow together. And if they're not rounded off, it means it broke off and you know maybe you got to scope it and get it out of there. So he said, to know for sure, go to get a CT scan. Now, I don't have anything really on the CT scan yet. Um, I need to touch base and figure out what comes next, but that was like a week ago that we did the CT scan. 
And that brought me to a whole nother thing. And, but first, just, you know, it's sort of like Jason with the elbow, right? You know, you didn't really listen to the kid. But to my credit, no bruising, no swelling, not my fault. But it got me to thinking. Um, the CT scan got me to thinking. And then, of course, there are other similar scenarios. We did x-rays at the other doctor or whatever. Um, we've all seen Dumb and Dumber, right? Show of hands. Show of hands in the auditorium. Who's seen Dumb and Dumber? Way overrated movie. I don't enjoy the line of humor that people exercise Not still to this day from the movie. Asking but you to shit on a great movie. I'm just asking you to raise your hand and keep the discussion moving. Show of hands. So, okay. At the end of Dumb and Dumber, there's a point where they're, I forget the exact scenario, but they give uh, Jim Carrey, the, the, the federal agent that's trailing him or whatever, to try and catch this mob guy, gives him a bulletproof vest to go help catch this guy. And he says, what if they shot at my face? And she says... That's a risk we were willing to take. And we all <laughs> laugh. And, and like Jace, we laugh, so, right? So great. But then you go to the doctor to get an X-ray or a CT scan, and they put a radiation thing on you, and it covers your chest, and it doesn't cover your brain. Yeah. I always wondered are, about why, that. Why? What's happening there, guys? I, Can you help I, me I out? Think, I think, and I could be totally wrong. But I think it's the concentration of the x-ray is the closest to your chesticle region. And therefore, that's the one that, that is mo would be most impacted by additional radiation at that point. I think. I, I don't, man. I don't know, dude. Very shaky. Very shaky. Very shaky. You know, I, you know what the sad part is? The sad part is when you get old enough to where they don't do that anymore for you. Because <laughs> you're going to do that. They don't do that for me anymore. That, that little 0.1% of radiation. Yeah, they don't care. By the time it hurt you, you'd be dead anyway. They don't care anymore. They're like. You'd be 90. I, if you're sterile, who cares? If you get you get some cancer, you're going to get it anyway. You're it's not fun. covering your nuts with it, though, either way, Jace. They're trying to make you sterile no matter what. That's true. Why don't they cover the nuts? I feel like the thing important. They're not covering the brain. They're not covering the nuts. Is it the lungs? Does it? Is it maybe that lung cancer is the big? I don't know. I feel like the when we took Sage, the thing they covered, they gave her like the full upper body with the over the shoulder flaps, and it like went down into her lap. So they did cover the important stuff. Yeah. The, the whole yeah. The the thing they the thing they gave Maya on the CT scan. I think went down into her lap. I'm not sure about the x-ray, the ankle x-ray. I don't really remember. Or when I got my ankle x-ray when I was tendonitis guy six months ago. I don't really remember. It's just, you know, it's like what's, I feel like what I got going above the shoulders is important. And it's like dumb and dumber. They don't, they're not helping. They're not helping me out. I can't, I mean, I can and I can't believe that one of us have heard Jason deal with this twice. And still said, you know what? We ain't even going to get it. <laughs> we Which makes you worse than me. It makes you both worse than me. <laughs> we're, not, we're not even going to get it checked out. And, and immediately, like in two weeks, dude, in the two weeks after, I'm with you. 
But like three months later, I, I don't know. It's easy. Yeah, there's no, there's no swelling. There's no bruising. There's nothing that would that you would look towards to indicate an ankle problem. I mean, and plus, I'm the Doctor James Andrews of ankle pain. These kids come to me and want me to check their ankle out. There was no indicators, and you got to know the reputation of the subject. She can kind of be a little, like, I feel you, you know. We 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 are, we literally have hunger pains every other day that are so bad that she almost dies. So, mm -hmm. just from being hungry, and yet she snacks more than all the rest of us put together. So you know, what can Jace, I say? Can I can yeah, I keep us? Keep it, yeah, let's keep it medical. Do you got something for us? I do. I want to tell you guys a story. You know, Brad Ryland, we're all about the same age, right? Right in our early forties, we're all approaching that forty-five age. And as you get older, do a pill check real quick. Do a pill check. Yeah, pill check. What's a pill check? We. We, I'm fixing my mic. I'm not laying out, but I don't I, know what you're talking about. The pill check. We talk about what's the appropriate what pills? age for the the one the blue, that, the blue one, the blue diamond. I think is what they call it. No, I don't. I have no need for the blue diamond. I am. I am on pace to need that when I'm 300 years old. At this point, Ryland, I'm, I'm, I'm basically four or five weeks removed from eighth grade at the end of the day when it comes to this shit. So okay. we're good. Ryland talking a big game. I'm just going to say I'm nice and virile. Like I. So, uh, so you get older and you got to start thinking about things and, and your doctor will start talking to you about things and none of which are pleasant. Um, I've had a lot of, uh, I've had a lot of stomach problems over the past five years or so, just I get nauseous quite often. And mm. I've just had some other stuff going on that that is not what you want to see. And so I, um, I have a, an endo or gastroenterologist. Are you different familiar from it? Different from an endocrinologist. Yes, a gastroenterologist. They focus on the digestive system. So think like liver, pancreas, uh, stomach. intestines, stomach, all that stuff. They get so in your a, colon. I have a guy. They they will get in your colon. Okay. Uh, I have a guy, and he's great. Uh, really, really good doctor, and I like him a lot. He's younger, and he's um, always on time. In fact, he was he's early a lot. And I'm just a fan of his. I like the way he operates. Okay. So shout out to Dr. Stuart Ackerman. If you need a, a gastro, he's your guy. Well, guys, this week it was time for one of those procedures to happen. And for the first time in my life, I yesterday went through I a colonoscopy. Yeah. I went I through a colonoscopy. A colonoscopy. Now... I think we talked about this. Neither one of you have gone through this procedure, correct? Uh, just can I, Ryan, if you want to answer real quick, I got just a little tidbit on this. That is correct. No oscopy 
of the butthole for me. Although I've had plenty of other butthole let's, stuff. Let's Let me take a here. butthole entry survey. Look, I've never had a colonoscopy personally, okay? But he's given several. No, I just want to say that, that my wife and I have uh, a very close relationship, okay? I don't like where this is headed at all. And as a wife guy, all right? Oh boy, here we go. Because here she's had go. multiple, due to some things that she has to check for, she's had multiples of these. Yeah. And because I'm so familiar with the process and I empathize with her so strongly. Get her on here before you say that I, you I feel, feel like you've gone through that. Yeah, yeah get her I on. feel like it might as well have been me. I feel like I've gone through it. So uh, um, let, me, let me walk you through what your sainted wife goes through every time she has to do this, by the way, Phil, uh, it's unfair that she has to do that. Unfair. I think she's had three, dude. Yeah. Well, there, there are certain, there are certain medical conditions that require you do this very often. I want to, I want to say this on the podcast because a good portion of our audience are, are people our age and whether you're a man or a woman, you may not know this, but colon cancer is on the rise amongst younger people, big time. Like it's it's almost like at epidemic levels. Haven't they recently lowered the age they recommend they to get a, a routine screening? They this have. It not, used to be fifty. This and we're and now it's forty five. And guess it who's is. getting to be forty five soon? Us. It is. This is just like the shit where in seventh grade football, <laughs> it was the seventh graders' job to sweep out the grass from the field house every Friday morning. <laughs> but in eighth grade football, we decided to take turns between seventh and eighth grade. This shit happens to us all the fucking time. Not That's right. He's the worst year to be born. He's right. He's right. And, and so it's, it has switched. And my doctor decided, look, man, you're only a couple years away. You got some stuff going on. Let's just, let's just knock it all out. We can make sure everything's good to go. You've got some family history. Let's let's do the check. And what they do when you have a colonoscopy is they're going in there and they're looking specifically for like inflammation and they're looking for something called a polyp. Polyps? Yeah. And polyps are these little growths in your intestines that like very a often polyp. You know, Brian, we're talking I about said, cancer. I, I'm trying I to said help like people. like a Scott polyp. Tony, running, running back Tony Pollock. <laughs> you guys have you guys have text groups with with buddies where people get nicknames and you change the name in the group to their nickname. Or is that yeah, just oh yeah. Me, me and my knuckleheads? No, yeah, for sure. So my my buddy Dave, who's old enough that he had to wait till he was fifty to get one. Lucky him. Anyway, he had one done, and it was in the middle of Cowboys season, and something. I don't remember how it came up, but he got his nickname changed to Tony Pollops because of that. And it's still Tony Pollops. That's funny. That's yeah. funny. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. So um, I was, I've been dreading this for a long time. In fact, I had one scheduled earlier this month and I, and I, I bailed on it and I said, now nah, we're going to push it back. I just didn't want to do it. I had a lot of reasons. I was nervous uh, for the, for the, can I ask you real quick? Did you sure. give them notice or did you just that? No, day, I gave them notice. No, you no, decided no, not to roll up and they're there with the plunger. No, I would to... never. It's not a plunger. I'll explain it very, very well to you, but it is not a plunger, but no, I gave advance notice like and we, we rescheduled thing that our moms no. used to use on the Turkey. No, <laughs> but, but now 
they put you, you're sedated for this procedure. Okay. So you're not even awake when they do it. it they, some doctors will give you the option to be awake, but I, I did not. I did not. So uh, what uh, is the basis for being totally sedated? Is it to ensure you're appropriately relaxed? Is it painful? I mean, if it, they're giving you the option. It's for anxiety and pain. Yeah. I mean, it's not a comfortable thing. Most of the discomfort is from the air that they blow up into the colon to op- like open things up so they can see everything really well. And apparently that doesn't feel real good. It doesn't feel real good. It's not what it sounds like to me, but okay. It kind of sounds to me like it Refreshing. probably doesn't feel really good, but I'm not so sure if the recovery from being put under is that much better. I'll get into that. I'll tell you all yeah, about that. Yeah, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I'll tell you all about that. So... I'm going to start with what most people say is the worst part of getting a colonoscopy. You'll hear this over and over again when it's your time. You'll, if you read any stories, if you talk to your doctor, they're going to say, the procedure is a piece of cake. By far the worst part is the prep. It's the worst part of the whole process. I already and, tried to tell you this. I know. And, um, and so the prep for a colonoscopy is that you have to clean everything out of your system. They need... They need those intestines, that colon, squeaky ass clean. Like, they want to see everything. They want to see the walls of your intestines, okay? There's only one way to clean out a system, Brad. Uh, Point of clarification. Yeah, go ahead. Point of clarification. Brad has his hand raised. Go ahead, Brad. Uh, Rylan, maybe push your mic down. Feels like you're talking past it. Say some words. this? Words, or maybe put it closer, like you had it. I don't know what happened How's with this? all the movement. That's, that's good. Uh, I could. So you, I think you're going to say you got to drink something that's going to make you evacuate every single stitch of whatever's in your bottom. Could you have gone? And maybe we need to have the medical professional on for this. Could you have gone high colonic? I think you can do that. I think it serves the same purpose, probably. Where However, they put a sprinkler in your bottom. Well, here's the thing with the shop back. You guys know how much I love medicine and like learn about the body and stuff. You guys know I love this stuff. And so I learned yeah, it's a like lot. an entire subgenre of human yeah. dad's episodes. I love it. I love it. And I learned so much to go going through this process. And what I will tell you, Brad, what what could cause the problem is so the prep, what it what you do. The day before you're scheduled to have the colonoscopy is you have to go liquid only diet. Mm. Okay. So normally when you eat something, you're looking at, I don't know, depending on the person, you're looking at 12 to 24 hours for it to get through the system. Okay. So from the time you eat it, gets digested, it's got to go through your small intestines. Then it's got to get down into the, 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 the colon and then it's got to go all the way around the colon and then it's, and then it's out. So it takes some time to move through the system, right? And if you do the colonic, you're only getting what's in there at that moment out of your body. And your body is still producing producing some waste, okay? Some and the BM. morning of, the morning of, the, so I had to t- drink something at 6 o'clock the night before after liquids all day. And then I had to wake up at 4 a.m. and drink the other bottle. Mm-hmm. And make sure that anything that was left was gone by the time I, I went to the hospital. 
this just sounds really, really like way too much trouble. Like I almost would rather just like die young. Like I mean, really, you're telling me I got to wake up at four o'clock in the morning? Well, like I'm my not. Procedure like, was the the stuff the putting the camera in the butt. That's whatever. It's a temporary thing. Waking up and having to drink all this stuff sounds horrible. It's not fun. It's it's the worst part. I mean, the the prep wasn't horrible. I will tell you that. Like, my body handled it handled it well. Yeah. Go Can I ahead. say one more thing? <laughs> Built like a champ. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. I think some of this is just common courtesy for the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Some of this is we don't need to be fishing through your BM stew to uh, see. The, what, well, yeah, it is. What it, what's going it would on? Probably take too. It'd probably take too long. It like would take they, too long. They you could. Miss it stuff. would be obstructive, and maybe they miss stuff. But I'll, ultimately, we don't want them to have to be dealing with the s, quite literally. Uh, yeah, maybe. But these are people and, and, that will stick their finger in your asshole. Yeah, with, with yeah. like within a second, no but they, problem. They, but they don't want any residue coming out in this particular yeah, but dude, situation. They, I promise you, doo doo is the least of a an, uh, a gastro's issues. They're talking doo doo all day, every day. Well, just so you know, they're in the doo doo business. They're Not everybody business. is good at following directions. And next time you talk to your colon doctor, I want you to ask how many people come in here not having fully done. We talked about it after it was done. Yeah. So I, tell me, tell me which parts I can shortcut out of. That's what I want to know. Well, it was documented on my paperwork that I had an excellent prep. He wrote <laughs> excellent. I do not give a shit if they think I prepped excellently. I just want to slide in with the minimum amount of prep because I'm not, well, guess what? I'm not going to fucking have polyps or cancer or Jesus. butt weevils or whatever the fuck they're looking in there. I'm not going to have that. So let me tell This me is tell all you for that. show. This is also insurance can make a bunch God. of money. Like, me, how many people between the ages of 45 and 50 really actually died of colon cancer to make this necessary? Or was it really an uptick in the insurance coverage of people between the ages of 45 and 50? Let me tell you this. Um, and so we're going for the money. It's a money grab. I, I will tell you this, guys. While it was not comfortable and I didn't enjoy it per se, I did definitely enjoy the feeling that I had after the prep, I've never felt like that. Uh, interesting. I've Does this never... make you think about those cleanses? Have you ever thought Absolutely. about those colon doing what? This is Absolutely. I don't really typically want to go into this level of detail over the air, quote unquote air. But yeah. like, I do think at times I could benefit, particularly given my post ten p.m. dietary habits. That colon cleanse 100%. thing sounds like it might be for me. I'm telling you, Rylan. I have never felt this way that I felt that day. I have you never ready felt. To go, you were going to go dunk. Like you were going to just run a mile and then dunk a basketball. Dude, I, I, I have, not only did I feel so light and so like just clean. It's a, it's hard to explain. My skin looked different. It's weird, man. Like everything <laughs> looked had a, different. You had a pregnant glow. I, I My skin was like clear and my hands and my feet were like just just like zero inflammation. Everything was like, I, I'm not, I'm, I swear to God, I'm not like selling colon cleanse pills. I don't want you to go out and buy, but I, I, I will tell you right now that it felt interesting and different and they, they felt good. So can I insert just a little bit of numbers here? Yeah, please. The state of New York. Okay. 
We're just talking about the state of New York. I think we're going to learn here. It's not about how many people. It's about how many people diagnosed with colon cancer then go on to die. That were diagnosed. Okay. I would, Or not even die. I would just say how many people did they really catch between 45 and 50 compared to 50? So in the state of New York, average annual deaths, 30, 35. This okay. is some wear, wear a mask alone in your car shit. I'm done. I'm, I don't want to get one. If that we're talking about 45 to 49 years old, it's 35. Oh, okay. that the, that's that's a okay. That's not a lot. That's not. No, a it's lot. not a lot. But it's it's. But we're talking about out of 255 annual cases, 35 people die. die. So 255 people annually between the ages of. 40 and 45, or 45 and 45 50. and 49. Get colon cancer. How many people live in New York State? 30 million? More than it's about Texas, the same right? as Texas. It's got to be about the same as Texas because well, nobody look, lives upstate, look, right? Look, Ryland, every single, every single preventative measure that you take in medicine it's is very million. likely not, not going to result in you having some horrible disease but you got to do yeah, it but they don't make me wake up and drink some shit at four in the morning yeah, it's not it's you're right it's not fun it's four All in right. the morning that's the, the problem the four in the morning is what's throwing me everything else is like whatever you deal to with it but clear, the four in the morning i don't like that hold on they don't just, they no, gotta do better on that there's okay. some science just they can do that can make that easier quick. i'm convinced okay but tap the brakes as somebody who's been a part of a few of these i do not recall this four o'clock in the morning wake up and slam for every single one. I'm not saying it's well, not look, happening. Now, here's the deal. All, what you have to do is wake up five hours before your procedure and take the medicine. Because you have to have time for the medicine to work and for you to get it out of your system. Otherwise, you're driving to the hospital and, buddy, you're hanging your ass out the window going down 75. Just just spraying cars behind you. Oh, Look, can I not schedule it at seven in the morning? Because I don't like to schedule anything before noon unless it's a work meeting. No, you could. I, mine was at twelve thirty. Why four o'clock? I, well, I woke up at four thirty, which was some nerves anyway, and I, so I was like, I'm just going to do it, and get it over with. Oh, okay, Maybe. so if it was at twelve thirty, when was the drop dead hour they told you to drink? I think six. Final? I think I think six thirty because I had to be there okay, an hour earlier. That's or something. Yeah. better. Yeah. Six thirty yeah. is a human time to wake up. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, okay. Just to just to close up the just to close the loop. There's twenty million people in New York, so that's one out of every seventy eight thousand four hundred and thirty one people. Okay. Uh, that doesn't... In that I was going to say, it makes a but little that's... bit more sense. Yeah. Jace tweeted the other day, dumping on Central. And I did not. I did dumping not on Central. Can I we didn't rename take the podcast? Dumping I on took, Central. I didn't take Central. I took, uh, I took the George Bush. All right. So, Prep, I woke up that morning. Dude, I don't want to go into too much detail because we have listeners that I, I, I don't think will appreciate this knowledge or we have listeners that will not treat it with the respect, respect that it deserves. It deserves. Yes. <laughs> More of the latter than the former. At the end of the process, when things are clean, <laughs> when you Pick go me. to the bathroom, Pick when me. you go to the bathroom, there you stand up and there's no indication that you went to the bathroom. It's just a butt I, horn. 
just a just a horn. Let me ask you this. We've had the conversation before about experimenting and trying new things, okay? Why did I know you were going to... Yeah, I'm dude, just... I, I did not consider this an opportunity to get pegged. No, I did not. I did not think that through. And I would suggest the next time that you have to go through this process in your household, you do not, you do not make that suggestion. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna warn you in advance. Hey, to be clear, as wife think... guy, as wife guy, I have never, ever, ever. I'm, I'm a little, I'm. It's a little beyond the pale that you would even. That you would even bring it up in this regard. You disgust me. All right. So go ahead, Ryland. Sorry. Did you know I was going to, I was going to go off on a tangent. You can go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Let me, let me get through. Let me get through this. I, so I get, I, I get into the hospital. I, everything's good. Uh, I did read some people that need to wear diapers on their trip to the hospital. I did not need that. I have incredible. By the way, I, I found this out too. I have incredible control of my ass. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We're big guys, Jace. I've never yeah. looked at the diaper sizes in the aisle at the. Store. It would be, it would be like you got to go to the medical supply shops. Yeah, it'd be dude, like to get the big me man wearing a, a kid's small diaper, just, <laughs> just like like a sumo wrestler. Have you ever seen the sumo wrestler back? That's what it would look like. Like, do we have to? Yeah. Do we have to automatically go environmentally conscious cloth? Yeah, you 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 just have to. I think you have to sacrifice one of your towels to the gods for for us (laughs) at that point, and just hope for the best. Did not need that. Did not have that issue. I I am not. Listen, if I gotta drink some shit at four a.m., fine. I am not wearing a fucking diaper. I do not give a. I don't care what happens. If I don't give have, a shit what happened. If if I ever have to wear a diaper, kill me. I don't care how old I am. Look, I don't care what's wrong with me. If someone says I got to wear a diaper, just kill me. We don't. Well, you don't need to be. You don't need to be alive if you got to wear a diaper. I don't maybe, care if I'm forty three, eighty three. That's maybe when I'm tapping out. You have the sphincter control that I have, and you don't have to. I, I hope so. Much Otherwise, like all of my bathroom dirty habits, truck seat. I am just incredible in that area. Not yeah, never it's like once. Your pee. It's like your it pee is. Thing. I I'm telling you, like I I'm I'm incredible. So get to the hospital. Things go move very quickly once I got there, which is great because I was feeling weak. I was dehydrated. I hadn't eaten in almost. I was about thirty six hours at that point. And as big guys, like as a big guy, that is tough, man. The body needs a lot of fuel to keep, to keep going. And I did not have that. So uh, they get you down. They put the IV in. Listen, man, this nurse that I had, sweet lady, very sweet lady, would not stop talking about La Casita Bakery for a good 30 straight minutes. Okay. Now, Maybe normally, she's, she's trying to bring the bread. Normally, I'd say that's a great, that's nice. It's something we can connect on. We live near La Casita. At that moment, that's the last thing I want to talk about. For one, I'm, I feel like shit. I'm nervous, I'm starving, but also just nauseous. It, and she just would not stop. She was describing in great time. detail. No, it's not the time to be talking about cronuts. No, it was a lack, a deep lack of lack of awareness. She did not read the room. I just kind of, you know, shook my head while she was putting in the IV, and it's like, all right. So she was very nice though. Got it all set up. Doctor walks in. 
the whole time I was thinking, what kind of jokes can I make with this doctor? You know, like what what kind of dad jokes can I make when he walks in and says, hey, we're, you know, give, gives you the the spiel, what's going to happen? And uh, nothing came to my mind. So I made like a very small little joke about how this was a sensitive procedure and, you know, to be gentle or something like that. Did and, you consider leading with the peg thing? I did not consider that, Brad. Hey, Doc, it's so clean that I told my wife if she was ever going to... I did not do that, no. Did go not. to town. Did not lead with that, no. I bet that everyone involved in that industry is so tired of butt jokes and butt humor. For sure. That's why I stood... stood that's why there's, I no, there's no more humor to be mined from the butt area. No. They've heard it all. They laughed once and it's all been done. So then, did you just, did which you, is a shame because I think butt stuff is funny. So that's why I wouldn't go to that field. Me too. Did you just consider keeping it minimal and just not saying much, nodding along, and then he's like, "We're gonna send you back," and you say, "All right, Doc, hit him straight." I did not. I did not. I did not. Uh, <laughs> I, I should say this: the anesthesiologist nurse comes in beforehand to just kind of go over the anesthesia portion of this. And for the record, for this procedure, you get the Prince drug. You get the the propofol. Propofol. That's Michael. That's Michael Jackson. Prince was fentanyl. Oh, Prince was fentanyl. Okay, so yeah, the Michael Jackson. You get Michael Jackson's milk. Remember you called it milk? That's right. That's right. Uh, So he comes in to tell me about that. And I I swear to God, guys, when he walked in, I looked at him and I said, in my mind, I'm like, that's one of the most handsome men I've ever seen in my life. Get down. Get down. Oh, sorry. Rangers are going for insurance runs there. He was beautiful. Just a beautiful man. Looked a little like like, uh, Tay Diggs. Prime Tay Diggs. Okay. Good good looking man. All muscled up. There was a minute in history where if Prime Tay Diggs was in a movie, you know what kind of movie it was, and he was the heartthrob, 100%. Yeah. It was a movie geared towards the young female, and he was going to be heartthrob material. Yeah. He's, he, this guy was good looking. Um, then, he, then he turned into a weird guy who just followed you on Twitter. Did he follow you on Twitter? Yeah, I don't... I don't understand, but yeah. Is he one of those people that follows like hundreds of thousands of people? Or did he just what two cultures bring in? He's a big Giannis fan. (laughs) He's been leaning into Giannis. I think there was a point where he went, like he got on Twitter, went overboard, followed 50,000 people, and somehow my number got pulled. And it doesn't make any sense. So they wheel me back. They say... They say, hey, all right, go ahead and turn over on your left side. That's when you I'm know. Sorry, guys. That's when you know it's time. Oh, no. Rylan. That's when you okay. know it's time. <laughs> go ahead, Jace. So lay, switch over, lay on your left side, throw one leg up, little fetal position, and then we're going to put the medicine in you. We're going to put Michael Jackson's milk in you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me just tell you something right now. If you guys like the idea of experiencing one of the best highs that you could ever be on under medical supervision, you need to get a you need to get a colonoscopy. Because dude, interesting. That stuff that stuff is amazing. Did it take you there? Oh, so you, what you try to do is you try to fight it a little bit. You try to fight it 
right at first, so they put it in you, and then you try to fight it. You try to kind of ride that wave as long as you can before it puts you out. But that 30 seconds to 45 seconds that you get, you'll be chasing that dragon for the rest of your life, I'm telling you. Is it worth, is it worth wearing the diaper in the car? Is it if that I good? Could, it's that good. Hey, Brad, accept my screen sharing thing so I can show you what I found. It's going to be great for the podcast right here. It's going to be totally on subject and everything. It is. I searched to see if Tay Diggs was still following you. And when I typed in, when I typed in Tay Diggs, he's following me. Tay yeah. I told I you. If Tay Diggs isn't following me, I'm going to be so fucking pissed he, off. He must have just had a big run in Dallas sports interest in like 2010 or something. I don't know. Uh, Jace, it was- oh, hell yeah. Yes. Yes, the Tay Diggs episode. I'm one of 644,000 people that he follows. Jesus Christ, dude. I don't even think I've pushed the button that many times on the app. So anyway, they they inject the medicine. It feels amazing. And a snap of a finger later, I'm awake. Now, let me just... Rylan brought this up earlier. He's like, yeah, the the recovery is... I'm... I I don't know what it used to be like when you got the anesthesia. All I can tell you is now I had about 15 minutes of like, I'm still pretty, pretty high. And and the kind of high it was, was the kind where the doctor comes to talk to you and the doctor is talking and then pauses and it pauses his sentence. And the, the pause between, the end of one sentence and the beginning of the next one feels like two hours. <laughs> that's, that's the only way I could describe it. If it literally, I'm like, is he still here? Like <laughs> was Sarah there at this point? Yes. Yes. What, did she film you? No, unfortunately I, now I kind of, I don't think I did anything weird, but in my head, yeah. I'm just like, dude, dude. this is uh, yeah. Tripping hard. Okay. So, all right. That's fine. Did you feel Rylan's back in groggy or no? I, Not groggy. Some, no. Something that something seems like it's taking longer than it really took. Uh, not a problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, but yeah. did you feel bad? Did you? No. I was light okay. lightheaded, like you would be if you were if you were high. Uh, and but not like a bad lightheaded. Not like a okay. Oh fuck, man! I'm well, room you just spinning. you know you hear people, and granted, you know everybody's different and people exaggerate. And plus this is uh, stories that are accumulated over who knows many years and decades, but I always kind of heard people be like, they wake up from something like that and feel like shit the rest of the day until no. they sleep it off. So that's not the case. I, okay. No, not at all. I went home and I like looked at my phone for a while. I did end up taking a nap cause you are pretty tired, but um, yeah, didn't feel bad at all. I, I I think this is kind of the perfect storm if you want to experience this medication because you're only under for like 20 minutes. So you don't get a chance to like get loaded up on it to where it may make you feel bad and recovery would be tough because it's only like a very short, a small amount of medicine. And so you come out of it fast, you recover fast, you're good to, you're good to go. Did not feel like anything had been in my asshole at all. Could not, would not have been able to tell you that. Asshole That's felt as virgin as it was before I went in. That's no, that's a fact. I'm just gonna say you're being a little crass at this point. You t- that's a fact. So, uh, um, when did uh, 
How do I want to phrase this? <laughs> Don't look at me like that. I Just... wish you could see his face. You know what's coming. We all know what's coming. Go ahead. Say what you're going to say. When did the doctor say you could return to being a coitus champion? <laughs> that was... First of all, stop saying coitus champion. Second of all, that is not part of their debrief after a colonoscopy. Okay. Third of all, doctor walks in and says, excellent prep. Things look squeaky clean in there. Here's some pictures. I've seen the inside of my colon now. I have pictures. Sure. sure. They, they found a polyp. Oh, no. They removed the polyp. Everything's fine. He okay. said immediately he looked at it. He's like. Dude, I'm telling you right now, totally benign, not an issue, but I removed it, so it's not going to grow into cancer. Had I not had one, very likely would, down the road, have grown and potentially been cancerous. In fact, most of them, or a lot of them, do turn out to be cancerous if you don't address it. This is a very small one. Got that sucker removed, said everything looked great, you're doing good, and that was it, man. I went home, took a nap. I'm... I'm suffering a little bit today. Leakage? Because, no, no. Dude. No, I, no. I just told you I have never had a leakage. But I, I think as the system gets running again, as the engine get turn, gets turned back on after a long winter, you know, you put the antifreeze in, you maybe change the spark plugs. When you turn it back on, when you crank it that, that first time, the spring... It maybe starts a little rough. It's a little sputtering. Let's just say we got a little bit of a rough start. It'll be fine. Let me ask you. So you're saying saying don't don't have like a chimichanga from a gas station as you return back to solid food. Did you go go to the Thai place and they're always like, how spicy? Did you just say 10? Five. Uh -uh. (laughs) Just give me 10. Bro, Thai food sounds so good to me. I took it pretty easy, but today I'm like, mm, you know, it's not. It's Why don't little- you guys pick the first place for the Richardson Ethnic Food Tour and just tell me when to show up? Yeah, Brad, let's make that a, a thing on the show. The problem is and- the way I'd like to approach it is to like go corner by corner, not restaurant by restaurant. So we're going to have to pick a corner and go to like four places. That's okay. fine. We'll go to Chinatown, dude. That'll take more planning, but. Yeah, we can make it work. And I'm thinking, I, my big thing is I would like to do it and still have some sort of recording situation. And I'm just trying to figure out like what the most incognito mm. moving style recording setup I can pull off. If it was a somewhat quiet place, not busy, I think we're in, we're in business. I got a setup that can handle it. But I, as every time we say it, I love the idea. And I think you missed an opportunity. You should have gone pad tie 10 at uh, Thai Thumbs uh, off of uh, Jupiter in the bush in the Shire there and and seen what you were fully capable of and get that thing up to speed. Mm-mm. No, sir. I want to find out because every place I go, they just offer a one to five. So I want to get that extra granularity because sometimes, you know, I don't want a five, but I want it pretty spicy. I'd like to be able to go three and a half or maybe four and a half, and now I can give them an integer. A seven or a nine. I'm not sure that they say ten. I just always say spicy, and they say how spicy, and then I say I'm okay with spicy. Although last time Molly and I went, uh, I think I said 
two medium i don't i don't know that they actually go to 10 uh one to five is more typical but if you say five and you look like us most of the time they question you they do i never really got that back back when i was a five guy i'm not really a five guy anymore because of the what we're talking about right now and the pain of the when your body's through with it i kind of backed off but i used to be a five guy and never really got Never really felt like I got that. Maybe they were judging me or doubting me in the back, but well, they probably just gave you like a a, a white guy five. You know what I'm nah, saying? I, I think that too. But I do remember getting the "Are you sure? Are we are we sure? Yeah, sure. Knock it out. Let's do it." Um, gentlemen, the Tay Diggs episode. The Tay Diggs episode. That's great. It's in Look the books. Us. Hey. Buddy, Get him on the show. I'm so happy for your posterior. I'm glad that they found the polyp. There's a gentleman by the name of Alex Kidd. He's got an online persona that he writes under by the name of Don't Drink Beer. Uh, it's very meta. It's very, um, I don't want to put it, it's very online. But uh, he realized years ago when craft beer was starting to take off that there was this certain... Uh, kind of craft beer fan being born and being shepherded into the world. And his whole ethos was like, I'm going to in somewhat sarcastic facetious terms, uh, attack this guy, but also be this guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, he got to where he uh, was doing like beer reviews and started putting out content and really established himself uh, a name for himself in the online beer world. And it's funny that you talk about a colonoscopy. He literally went into the emergency room yesterday with stabbing pain, I believe, in his stomach. And they found uh, colon cancer that had spread to his liver stage four. And he had to have emergency surgery. He's our age. Lawyer, I think, out in California. Has a huge name in the online beer following. You go to Twitter, you look up Don't Drink Beer. You go to Instagram, look up Don't Drink Beer. You'll see what I'm talking about. Written for a number of publications. I think he has a podcast of his own. Um, but uh, hopefully he's going to be all right. But I, just to, on a serious note, don't want to be a jerk and make a joke. Uh, what Jason was talking about, I think, is uh, realistic. Uh, I know we mentioned numbers and everything, but if something's weird, dude, Go get checked, and if your doctor says get checked, get checked. Yeah, look, dude, we got a we got kids, man. The the if if a day and a half worth of uncomfortableness means that I am I could check off colon cancer from my list of potential endings, as so I can get my kids grown up, then I'm good to go. I'll I'll suffer through, it. and I hope all of you will go out and get a colonoscopy because. Let me yeah, ask you, you this. To, you get to feel the drugs. Did you get a a return date? Five years. I'm good for five years. Only good because I have five. only because I have a, a history. Otherwise it would have been ten. If I if I didn't have a family history, it's every ten years. So you do it once. Ryland, you'd be good till you're fifty five, dude. I mean, that's that's nothing. Ten years. Well, once you told me that I'm gonna get fucked up for five minutes i softened on it a little yeah and but actually it's more just that the 4 30 wake up call for drinking weird shit was just your personal choice like that 
I mean, you know. Yeah, well, I, I figured might as well get But I'm not wearing a diaper. Not wearing a diaper. My kids can learn to be independent. I'm not wearing a fucking diaper. I want you guys to shit yourselves. I want to see you in a diaper. <laughs> That's weird, man. I don't like the way you said it or the way you looked when you said it. Let me ask you. So he's wearing a diaper on his sternum. What do you want to see? White t-shirt or white feet? A shirt. A shirt. A shirt. No shirt. No shirt. No if shirt. I'm going, if I'm going diaper, the whole, the whole car right there, it's diaper and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're wearing a diaper, you're only wearing the diaper. And a bonnet. Otherwise. I want a bonnet. I think what, yes. no, I was going to say, I think what for Rylan and I specifically, what sets the diaper off is like six days of, of six days of hair growth. Like we need a, you know what you a, need? Yeah. Full week up top. You need a yeah, diaper. A little fuzzy up there. And one of those hats with the little spinners on the top. The little, little helicopter <laughs> spinner. For Brad, for Rylan, for Jason. Get your butts checked. Human dads. Bring the bread. Tell your mom to listen. We'll holler at y'all next week. I'm going to try something new now. Can somebody in a little snippet here tell the people what they just listened to like in a just one of you wrap it up jace okay so you just want me to give you give like a what would be a preview for the show yeah there you go okay also hey this at the end hey join us next on human dads where we talk about what did we talk about your anus golden doodles we still we and diagnosing bone chips let me start over. Let me start over again. Okay. okay. All right. Hey, join us now on Human Dads, where we talk golden doodles, bone chips, and my butthole. <laughs> I think you got to also pull the A from the beginning of that and uh, let Cortland take liberties with it. <laughs>